Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. This is the Art Beating Podcast, where we tell the real truth about the fake shit. I'm Amber, and today my fabulous and gorgeous co-host is Ms. Casey Cohen. She is a NASM certified personal trainer and a gear certified indoor cycling trainer. These are important things we're going to talk about in a minute. But first of all, I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Girl, we met at an event. So you were training um, one of the women that I work with at New Beauty, and we met at an event for Pretty Connected. I'm obsessed with you that you're wearing the chains right now. Always. Shout out to Lara. <laughs> we love your chains. Um, and we kind of bonded over that. And you know what? I went back and I was like, oh, obsessed with your Instagram. Like you are so positive. Your body is banging. Um, <laughs> But I love that we have a history. I went back and was like doing like a little deep dive and realized I probably used to hound you because you were really, um, you were at One Oak and yeah. Butter back in yeah. the day. So I don't know, are they even still open? One Oak I, is not open at the moment. Um, Butter well, like, actually like was on Lafayette Street and I got that job there because I was work like I went to NYU and I, you know, was going out at the time but they moved to Midtown, but that was the best Monday night party in New York city. So if you knew. <laughs> good. So I used to, and now I'd like, this was like in my twenties. So we're talking about like almost 20 years ago. Um, maybe like a little at like 15, 20 years. getting into one Oak was like, <laughs> you would sell your right ovary to get into one Oak. It was the hottest place to be. And, um, shout out to my best friend, Vicky, cause she always had the connection. And I just love that when I went back and I was like, Oh, home girl. One yeah, most butter. people recognize butter. me from that. Yeah. They'll recognize me from either like being a waitress or running the door. Like I had multiple roles throughout my 15 year, like, yeah. you know, with the company. Residency so like, is what we're going to call it. Yeah. You didn't let me in there. And I'd be like, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, honey, cause you didn't have it then. And probably if you're telling me that you still don't have it. Um, <laughs> Uh, anyway, I love it. So you are really like a true New Yorker through and through. Um, you were also on a reality show. Tell yes, I was um, on Bravo's Princesses of Long Island when I was in my 20s. Yeah. How fun was that? You know, people always ask me if I would do it again. That's like the first question. They'd be like, will you do it again? And I'm like, there would Fuck have no. to be a reason why <laughs> you like, would do something like that, right? Like they offer you like a psychologist right off the bat. They're like, here's a psychologist in case you need one. And you're kind of like, why would I need one? Right. <laughs> and then you're like, wait a second, I'm normal going through this experience where there's like three different realities, right? You have to really know yourself um, like head to toe before you commit to something like that because it doesn't change somebody that's normal. It amplifies crazy. Yes. Thank you for saying it. Um, because guess what? Crazy sells. I mean, we yes. watch all of those shows. Actually, I full disclosure, I do not watch anything on Bravo, but my best friends are all like, you're crazy because I, I know, I know the inner workings of the TV. Um, yes. I know how that goes. Uh, and to me, I just, I can't celebrate the necessary bad behavior, but I love that you put that. It doesn't, what was it again? It doesn't 
change normal, it amplifies crazy? Yes. Normal will react the way normal will react to certain crazy situations, but it will, if crazy is in a crazier situation, a crazy person doesn't know how to handle it. So they just become like even more psychotic. I mean, (laughs) it makes for great TV, but probably crazy life experiences. Well, listen, you have made it and you've come out the other end. You are super successful. You've got the most positive Instagram. I love your message. I'm sorry to like comment on your body, but girl, it is a banging body. Thank you. I mean, it didn't start that way, which is interesting. Like people are always like, how long have you like worked out for? But I started my journey because, um, I didn't have those 45 minutes to myself. I was always on my cell phone in nightlife or I was always accessible. So it, for me, it was like 45 minutes just to be alone. Um, and it started to become this thing where I was like, wow, I have 45 minutes by myself and no one can get in touch with me. I can't bring my cell phone into the room because you were working out. No. Yeah. Cause you weren't allowed to bring your cell phone into the room. So it actually, that's how it started. And then, wow. um, I just fell in love with the idea that I couldn't like master something type a personality, right. right? Like you get into a bike, you're like, Oh my God, I can't unclip. And I was like, fuck this shit. I'm going to like master this. But then I took it to, you know, a whole other, the ultimate, <laughs> ultimate level. So, so did you get your start was, 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 was in spin cycling? Yeah, I walked into a cycling studio about like, actually the studio I I work in now, um, my boss bought the studio um, and I couldn't unclip my shoe. And I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like I'm an athlete. I've been, you know, playing sports my whole life. This, why can't I do this? So then I started taking one, two, then it wound up being like five, six. And I was, I'm like known in the industry as it is for taking two, four, sometimes six classes a day. People, I thought you were going to say a week. Wait, I'm sorry. Like, I think you're like two classes a week, four classes. You were doing six classes a day. A day, yeah. Can I have a little bit of that energy? You know, it was because I was working all night and I filled my day. And this was when you were still, because I was going to say the nightlife for anybody who does not know, it is not... (laughs) It is not friendly because listen, you're working till what, four or five, six in the morning since then six, there's seven, like an eight. after party, right? <laughs> yeah. An after party. And then you have to have a couple of drinks to come down off of all of the excitement and whatever else was going on. Um, so then you're like sleeping during the day because you got to wash, rinse, repeat and do it all the next morning, you know? So that, kind that's- of, sort of, right? Like I don't recommend this for anybody. I don't even know how I was doing this or my group of friends were doing it at the time. But like, even like Melissa Wood Health, right? Like she worked at Marquee as a waitress before she married her husband. A lot of people that I have worked with nightlife are all in the health industry. Actually, most all of them, right? But we would go to sleep at like six, seven in the morning, no joke. And I would wake up and I was getting my master's degree at one point, or I was filming at one point and you just kind of go. Like if I had to do it again, I'd probably say no. But um, I sent like a 40 page thesis for my graduate degree from NYU, like working at night. Like you just figure it out, right? Because you don't have another, yeah, you don't have another choice. And but, God bless yeah, you. And, <laughs> and like, cheers, cheers to, I mean, but listen, cheers to you. You, you deserve like that pat on the back because um, it's clear that you put in the hard work. You know, I wanted to bring you on because you really do have this pedigree um, and this experience in, in fitness. And I want to talk about that in a minute. Cause I think, you know, we talked offline, there's a lot of fitness influencers who really don't have the credentials to necessarily be um, practicing with the, there's also a lot of people I think who, you know, will get a little nip tuck and then it's like, look at my abs. And it's like, well, 
which listen yeah. to each their own. Um, but I, I think sometimes it can set unrealistic expectations and also maybe in the case of not being trained, it can be a little bit dangerous. Um, but before we get into that, I do want to talk, you've got this personal philosophy that I just was really drawn to that I'd love to talk about your personal training, which is be the change. Right. And so, you see that. Yeah. yeah. I know. What is it's that about? Fun. Tell me about so that. It started as a hashtag. I would just be like, start like hashtag be the change. But really what it meant to me was that my entire mindset had a change for my physical body to change. Right. Like I had to commit to myself to say, Hey, I'm going to do this for me. And ultimately like the mind body correlation, um, started to change. Right. Okay. So if, if you don't want to make that change, you'll never make it. Right. That's, that's the truth, right? Right. You have to be conscious of your choices. Um, but, but ultimately it, you know, it is that mind body connection. And, you know, I, I, I'm glad to have you here because again, you are this pedigreed, um, fitness professional, which I was saying before, um, you know, it's the new year. I feel like so many people set these very lofty goals. Um, some people keep them, but a lot of people don't. And I'm wondering if you can sort of come in and give us some inspiration, even if it is like a, a you know, a swift kick in the, in the tuchus, um, for how we can maybe stay on keep some of those fitness goals and kind of stay true to them. My dog is like running around my house. <laughs> hey, like, listen, it's a party. Uh, it's cool. It's a party. Um, whereas, so in terms of like the new year, right? Like we say, or at least I do in my classes, a lot of the times or to clients that like, these expiration dates that we said, like, Hey, in the next three weeks, I'm going to do this. Or in the next six months, I'm going to get this done. And it's fine to set goals, right. And sit with a trainer and set realistic goals. But if we're waiting for those things to start happening, right. And say, Oh, in February, I'll take care of it. Like how often are you like, Oh, I'll book that doctor's appointment in like April. And now, now it's like June. Right. Right. You have to be proactive in doing stuff every single day instead of being like, hey, I'm going to wait till the end of January to go get this check. Well, guess what? It's going to get worse and worse and worse. And then eventually it's going to become this huge problem. Right. And look, the pup agrees, too. I mean, your dog is backing that up right away. So so when you talk about this sort of expiration date, um, you're really saying, like, just start today. Yes. Don't, don't even start, you know, they say the most popular day of the week to start a diet. Do you know what it is? I actually don't. Cause I don't weigh myself. Oh, well it's tomorrow. <laughs> it's a joke, <laughs> right? Cause it's always like, I'm going to start tomorrow. Um, but, and, and, and I think that it kind of like, you know, goes into what you're saying, which is like, just do it today. But you seem to have like a very kind of like no BS fitness philosophy. Yeah. And that's how, that's how I teach. That's like exactly when like you, what you see is what you get, right? Like, I don't even apologize for myself in the room at this point. I'm like, Hey, I'm like 1942. If you don't like top shelf tequila and you like the well tequila, we're not going to get along at all. Right. Because like I have, (laughs) this is who I am and I'm not going to apologize for, for who I am. And you shouldn't apologize for who you are. Right. But if you're not actually doing the work and you're just coming to sit in my class, like that's not going to do anything for you. Anybody could book a bike and just sit there. Right. But there's another thing in like wanting to be like the next level or like wanting to actually like spin. right? Right. There's totally different I was such like an avid in-class spinner 
prior to COVID and then COVID happened and um, I got a Peloton um, for better or for worse. I would love to know what your thoughts are on that. Um, for me, it was great because I will, uh, for me, a 45 minute spin class is I, I just get bored and yeah. it's a lot. So I really like that I can do 20 because generally what I'll do is I'll start a 20 and then I'll do another 20 and then I'll do another 10, um, a, a stretch like and then I'll do like a 20 minute, well, right. you know? It, it, so for me, it's like, but because I have like a legit ADD, I feel like that knowing that it's like 20 and then I can add 20 and add 20, I can compartmentalize it. And I end up doing more than I think I would have if I just had like a 45 minute and dreading the whole 45 minutes. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? Yeah, yeah, because you like to, you're more, you're already in it, so you're warmed up, and you're like, okay, I can add more and more and more. I can add more, and um, I yeah, I don't know, maybe it's like something like I like the completion, mm -hmm. right? Like it's, I know I can do this. Um, what has it been like? You know, I'm sure like COVID, if you were, uh, must have been tough, but like having everybody come back, the energy just must be insane. Yeah. I mean, like there, like there are classes where I go into and they're completely full. Right. And then there's times where there's people that are still a little bit hesitant to come into the sure. room. Um, everybody obviously has to be vaccinated in order for me to teach, but there are like certain brackets of ages that are still scared. Um, yeah. but well, we're, yeah, yeah, they're still a little bit scared, but we're, um, streaming soon. Um, so that's been able to like reach different audiences as well. So where um, are you teaching? So I teach in Flatiron at Pedal House, which is the cycling nice. studio. And then the strength and conditioning is Punch House. And then I also do activations and I'm the first global resident trainer in the United States for techno gym. So I have that. Um, and then obviously like personal training and whatever else I do, like on the influencer side. Right. right. And which you, which you are, you don't have to like, you yeah, are a yeah, legit I mean, influencer. I, I think follow that, you I and I love your, your post. It's like a responsive. I don't even think it's an influencer. I like call it a responsibility, right? Because I think that you're responsible for, for pushing people to like buy certain things or, um, to go to certain places. And like, you have to be really mindful of what your platforms do. Well, and you know what? I think, listen, at the end of the day, everybody in their own right is an influencer, right? If I ask my, um, my neighbor, Hey, uh, uh, what type of bread do you buy? And then she's like this and I go buy it. She is technically an right. influencer, right? She has influenced me to change my behavior and to actually take some sort of a monetary um, uh, change, uh, which at the end of the day, I think the modern influencer, like we associate it with making purchases and whatnot. Um, but yes, then there are people who have big, big platforms um, and you know, it, it is, it is a responsibility, but I think that your messaging is really positive. You know, sometimes yeah, I, I see think, people, I mean, I appreciate it. I think, I think that like, you know, there is a, there is a curated aspect of any Instagram. Right. And like you, there's not always times where you want to be like, Hey, by the way, and I say this in my class, I'm like, just because you see these like paid things or like these videos that are curated doesn't mean that like, Hey, like I went to the dermatologist today because I'm normal. Right. And I get my skin checked and right. like, I have products that I need to use. Right. So that I can make sure that my skin is healthy. That's not something I'm necessarily like putting on my story. Right. Cause I don't need to like be so invaded right in my privacy, but that's so funny. I just went to go get my skin check and I absolutely, but for me, because my beauty space, I, and because I'm also passionate about getting your skin check, which everybody listening go do. Yes. That. It's skin cancer is, is so incredibly 
deadly if you don't catch it, but it's so preventable. So go get your exactly. skin checked. I mean, it takes no, you know, just go get your skin checked. But yes, anyway, but you're right. Certain people are like, no. I mean, when I'm sitting around being a slob on the couch, I'm not like, hey, everyone, I'm a slob right, on the so couch. So it's not like completely real, no. right? So like- Not even a little bit. It's the highlight. It's the highlight reel. Yeah, it's, it's your creative, highlight reel. I'd rather put out like positivity than be like, hey guys, like fuck my life. Like <laughs> everything <laughs> sucks because that's not going to help me and that's not going to help people reading it. Like I will just voluntarily say like, hey, how are you? Well, like the real answer is like, if you look at my Instagram, everything's fucking great. But like, if you ask me, I'm fucking tired, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, girl, they're doing six spin classes a day. I mean, I'm tired just thinking about that. Um, I know I, I love, I love your philosophy in terms of like kind of this no BS, because look, at the end of the day, there are people who will go into certain things and they need handholding. But at the end of the day, fit, fit, fitness is science. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's not like, um, you know, it's science. You got to do the work in order to get those results. Right. I mean, there like people, somebody said to me the other day, I was like, well, what do you want? You know, and then like, isn't there something that you want? And she goes, yeah, I want to lose 10 pounds. And I'm like, OK, well, you could want that or you could like actually work for it. Right. Like there's a total difference in showing up and then actually doing the work once you're there. Right. Yes, I totally agree, which is why I'm not going to be coming to your spin class tonight <laughs> because I would literally just show up and be the person sitting on the bike. I would be, you, but you can't though, because you know, I, your energy I is so great. No, I just, I just don't let people do that. I think yeah. that, I think that that's something that's different where I work is that you like, I'm very proactive about if somebody's going to start to do their own thing, then they could have done that at home. Like you just said, like I bought a bike at home. Right. Well, then why the hell did you come to my class? First of all, if right. you read my reviews, you either like love me or you hate me because I'm going to say, Hey, like maybe you should like turn it up. Right. Like turn up the resistance or like, I'll read sometimes Casey touched my resistance knob. I'm like, no fucking shit. Like I'm not on a screen, <laughs> right? Like I'm a physical instructor. I'm going to touch your resistance knob and I'm going to walk away. If you don't like it, turn it down. You don't need to hit me. Like people have hit me. I'm like, okay, do it at home. Right? Like you paid for a service and I'm going to amplify and enhance that service. Good point. Thank you for that. Right. Um, which is a really interesting thing. Uh, we are paying for that. Right. And at the end of the day, you know, you hope that people are paying for it because they want the results. Do you have advice for people who might be listening to this? I, and I, I hope people listening to this are having a, a, as much fun as I think that we both are. <laughs> um, but you know, it is, it's like that, that new time of year, everybody's like on their high horse, like, you know, as a, as a professional, are there, are there, is there anything that you can kind of leave us with to sort of help us, you know, stay inspired? or maybe stay accountable. Yeah. So like for me, especially, and this is just from my own experience is like going on my calendar and actually blocking out times that I say, this is for Casey. This is the time that Casey's going to work out, not teaching. This is my time. Right. So I'm proactive about like color coding when it's Casey's time. Right. And I'm also proactive about who I surround myself with as well as who's taking my energy, right? Because teaching is like being on a Zoom or a podcast, seven of them, right? It's like, you're talking so much. It's like being a Broadway actor. It's completely different than receiving. So you're I- also talking while 
doing very strenuous physical activity. It's, so thank it's very you. high intensity. So it is extremely draining. And like, I even had a guy like start like FaceTiming me or like, I don't know, like dating, whatever. And I was like, yo, I don't want to be on a fucking FaceTime. Like I'm <laughs> on, I'm on 24 seven. Like the last thing I need is another screen, right? Like, right. unless it's like, planned no fucking thank you i have to like put on makeup i have to get myself together like it's a lot you know yeah it is and- a, it's a, no and you better be taking if, if i'm going to put on the makeup if i'm going to put on the alpha and if i have to be on you better be buying me a drink right like it just needs to there has to be a means to the end so you have to be very conscious about who's taking the energy and yeah. allotting time for yourself i think that most people fail at setting aside that time because they're like oh i don't have it i'm like no actually you're prioritizing the wrong things well and you know what so there's two quotes that i feel like have, have come to mind you know nobody has time to go to the gym you have to make that time right because you're always going to have an excuse um and and something that you talk about this time suck my husband always reminds me He's like the, the literally the greatest gift you can give to anybody on this planet is the gift of your time. So really make sure and, and think of it like that. You know, your time is the greatest gift you could give to anybody. So I love, I'm going to re-echo what you're saying, really choose that carefully. If there's one thing to, to go into 2022 thinking is like, be mindful of that. I love that advice. That and like, don't wait, don't wait for anything. Like, stop waiting. Like, what's the worst thing that's going to happen, right? You like fall forward in, right. in, all right, well, I knocked that out of the way. Let me try something else. Like, I'm more about trying and failing instead of being like, I'm so scared to jump. It's like, okay, well, what's going to happen? Just go get new sneakers. Like, there's always a solution to something. If you can't fix it, then you know it's a problem. But most of the time you can go to a dermatologist and they're like, here, use this cream. This is like right. going to make you glow and right. you figure it out. Right. I love you said that. Wait, this cream is going to make you glow. Um, yeah, that's what she said like- to me today. She's like, you'll be fine. Here you go. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is great. Awesome. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Girl, we will have some off conversations because I got some stuff for you. Um, do you, do you feel like, you know, listen, clearly you're no bullshit. Um, you know, and I, again, going on this idea of like, I want to make people, you know, everybody starts the year thinking I'm going to go to the gym every day. I'm going to do a spin class every day. Is it okay to like start slow and like set five minute goals, 10 minute goals? I know, listen, to to really make dramatic change, you're going to have to put in harder work, but do you think it's better to kind of at least be doing something, even if it's like in small chunks? Like I know for me, like I said before, I'd rather start and just say, Amber, all you have to do is 20 minutes because I always, when I hit that 20 minutes, I'm like, I can do more. I feel great. But if I set out and I'm like, shit, I got to do an hour of cardio and stretching. I'm going to, there, I'm going to find a reason not to do that. You have to set realistic goals, right? And uh, somebody that's, you know, educated in the field will always say that to you, but you can't set goals that are like completely like, you know, left field. They have to be attainable. Um, and, and something that I teach in my class, and now that you brought it up, I do these endurance runs, um, and they're like four or six minutes. Right. And we don't sit for that amount of time. So people start to get freaked out and back to the time thing. And I'm like, well, just do it for five seconds. That five seconds is going to turn into 10 seconds. The 10 seconds is going to turn into two minutes. The two minutes is going to turn into six. And it's crazy because the progression, like there's somebody in my class that couldn't even get up at one point. Now she's lost like 70 pounds. She's like, like, it's crazy. And she started out coming once in a while. Now she comes every day. 
So yes, to go back to your question, you have to find something that you love. If you don't love the exercise, it's going to feel like a chore. But if right. you're like, all right, I'm obsessed with Pilates or there's people that are just obsessed with yoga, not me. But like, if you're obsessed with indoor cycling, you're like, okay, I can do four. It doesn't feel like right. A chore. It doesn't I love feel like it. a chore. Yes. Uh, that's how I feel about hot yoga. I really, I, I love it. I can I'm go, um, yeah. you know, I, I also feel like, you know, having the Peloton it, it for better, or for worse, I think in class, I definitely worked harder, but I mm-hmm. think I'm more consistent because I will do something every day because I just have to walk there. I don't have to, you know, and in the winter time, especially it's like, a godsend because you can build up a sweat. You can do stuff. And I just have to go from here to there. I don't have yeah, to. Yeah. And I think it, the again, it goes back to the time stuff. Like you right. save time. Most people didn't work out because they're like, fuck, I have to walk like 20 minutes to a subway or 10 minutes to the studio. And then like Check the shower in and, the yes. studio, and then coming home, it's like a three hour gap. Yeah. Right. Yeah, now it is walk, work out, shower. So that's like Sometimes an I do it on my lunch break too, because I'm yeah. like on Zooms now. So like nobody knows. And if off. you stink, <laughs> nobody knows. If you haven't brushed your teeth, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Exactly. Nobody knows. It's great. You know, before I let you go, I do want to talk about this because you you brought up something in our in our conversation before that I think that we should point out. This idea that you will have this incredible certification um, and why that's important. Can you, you yeah, know, so yeah. like when I first started out in fitness, right? Like people would, you know, I, I obviously like tried to, you know, there's good and bad, right? So there's good and bad doctors there's good and bad instructors, like nobody's perfect, but I would frequently go to certain people and I started getting injured and I was like, wow, that's just, this is really weird. Like I should trust myself instead of just listening to somebody. Right. So I started doing like a lot of digging, um, years ago. And I figured out, I was like, oh, this person actually doesn't have a certification. Some people might like brush it off because they're like, maybe they were an athlete or whatever they were, but like, okay, well, why didn't you just take the test? Right. Cause I'm certified for fitness. But when I was going through my master's program at NYU for art education, we had to take a New York state test. I had to do hours. I had to do like all these prerequisites to get my teaching license, just like they might have in a beautician or like esthetician or like a real estate, right? Same thing for fitness, except that if you do digging in the industry, you're like, whoa, this person's teaching with like, not even like a high school education or like college. And I know that might not seem like a big deal to certain people because they're like, oh, they used to play hockey or like, oh, they used to do this. I'm like, well, that bothers me because what they're saying in the room is like, I'm, I'm absorbing it. And the shit that's coming out is not positive reinforcement. It's very negative for me. It's creating this huge negative bubble around me. And I'm starting to feel like I'm not good enough because they're projecting things. And I'm not saying that you learn that through a NASM certification, but you're learning different vocabulary. You're learning terms. They offer resources. There's so many different educational certifications that you can get. I'm studying for one now, studying for nutrition. Doesn't mean I'm going to be a nutritionist, but if I'm going to have a conversation with somebody, at least I have that like baseline of vocabulary. And sometimes probably it's also knowing um, what to do when things go wrong, right? So 
I talk a lot about beauty and, and it, for me, if I'm going to get Botox, if I'm going to get um, any procedure done, but Botox is like one of these things we see now all of these med spas popping up. Um, and, and you just want to make sure that the person has training and a lot of these sort of medi spas, they do, but you want to make, do, do your research because unlike a doctor, I always say, forget about what the before and afters look like on Instagram. Do they know what to do if something goes wrong? Yeah. Right? I mean, and the same thing in fitness, right? So it's like, okay, yeah, you know, she's got great reviews, but like if something happens and you get hurt, do they know what to do in those circumstances? Which I think to me is like even more important than like, it's, it's they deliver so the funny results. that you're mentioning this. So like I end my classes and I'm like, hey guys, like my name's Casey, like here's my Instagram, Twitter, whatever. And then I'm like, please do not DM me with any medical advice. Like, I don't know anything about your shoulders, your knees, like joking, but I'm serious because- a trainer is not a physician. A trainer is not a doctor. So like I was in rooms prior to being a trainer and I would hear like some of the trainers being like, oh, this is wrong with your, this is like, you just tore your ACL or like you just did this, or you should add tape here. And it's like, how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> like you just hurt this person and now you're going to give them medical advice. Like you should, right. if anything, I always say this is out of my scope of work. Like I'm happy to direct you to a nutritionist. Like, I don't know if eating that ice cream is going to be good for you because everybody is different, right? right? You should consult a trainer and consult a nutritionist, not like, you know, just make these assumptions on your own and take my word for it. I didn't go to med school. Right. So I have like huge issues when trainers overstep their scope of work, sure. right? So, so what are some um, of the certifications we should be looking for? So NASM is for personal training. There's a NASM for certification uh, for personal training. There's ACE, you know, you could Google like what the best online certifications. Um, there's one that I'm getting for uh, like certification for conditioning uh, and strength coaching. There's uh, different ones for nutrition that either NASM offers or, you know, different companies offer. Um, but, you know, like techno gym specifically, like, didn't even want to speak to me unless I had these things underneath my belt. Right. And then in order to become uh, part of their uh, you know, as one of their trainers, I had to take all these tests for their equipment. So like, right. I'm just taking tests on equipment, let, let alone like have all the back that, stuff. That, yeah. Um, and you know, it's interesting. You mentioned, so gear is specifically for indoor cycling. Um, but you, you said, so now in New York City, I thought I, Listen, as a New Yorker, there's so many gyms here. I thought that you had to be certified to teach here. You should. <laughs> you should, but I it's mean, not, but it's not, it's not a legal, it's not a legal thing. No, I mean, there's a large cycling company, which I don't even need to name, right? Like that um has instructors that are, I look at them as like performers. But if you go dig deep and you like dig back in their educational like well-being, right? Like they're not educated. So like wow. you're gonna go into a room with somebody that can ride a bike like super fast and start listening to things like the sun is shining and so are you, or like, I'm a moron, like whatever's coming out of these people's mouths. And you're like, why the fuck am I spending like $50 to be listening to some like performer? That's fine. That's entertaining. But like, is this safe? Right. Like right. Is this person like have a CPR certification, right? Like, I don't know. These are things that like you start to wonder. And it's not that I'm like, oh, I'm not going to go to anybody that's not certified. But if I was, you know, looking for a trainer, I would say, hey, does this person know what they're talking about? Is this sure. person like have an expertise in the field, right? There's different trainers for different things. Like, 
um, or did they go to college? Like that bothers right. me. Right. You know what? I, I think that you've made like a really good point too. that at the end of the day, we need to do our research, you know, and it's okay if you are about to go and, and, you know, you're ready to take your next step in fitness with a personal trainer, um, or even going to like a new studio, do the research, make sure that they have, um, the certification so that you're in the best hands. Yeah. I was just going to say, and like the knowledge, right. It's not just yeah. the experience, right? Like sometimes you could say, oh, this person played sports for 10 years. Well, that's nice. Like I, right. I drew since I was two years old, but I don't call myself a professional artist. I'm not showing the art anywhere. Right. right? right. But so there's, you really, really, really need to do background for sure. Right. And I love all of the positivity that you had. I love this idea of be the change, being accountable. Um, some really, really great tips that you've given us to really hopefully kickstart our goals, um, you know, starting today. If people want <laughs> to know more about you, if they want to know where you're teaching, if they want to find you for personal training, where can they go? So um, I'm on all social media platforms, right? At Casey L. Cohen, so C-A-S-E-Y-L-C-O-H-E-N. Um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you know, TikTok, even though I have no idea how to use it, but <laughs> well, your Instagram is great. And if you want some inspiration, you know, if you need like a kick in the butt, sometimes in the morning, I'll sit right there as I'm drinking my coffee. And then it, one of your posts will pop up and I'm like, go get on the bike or go do a weight class or go do something. So thank you. Yeah. For that. I mean, it, like just back to the images, right? Like there's just so like people are aware it's not always perfect. Right. Like I always say progress over perfection because like there are days that I have too, where I'm like, Oh my God, like I don't really feel like doing this, but I have to do it right, right. for myself. Cause I know I'll feel better. So it's not always like, it's always perfect in the world right. of Instagram. Um, but it, it does, you know, kick you in the butt to, to remind yourself that you can always be and listen, I'm going to say this, injuries aside, nobody has ever said after doing a workout, gee, I really wish I didn't do that. <laughs> exactly. So keep that in mind. Sometimes you just need to remember, like, nobody's like, damn, I really shouldn't have done that. You're always going to feel better about yourself. Exactly. Casey, I want to thank you so much for being so on. Much. Really, your time. I cannot wait to come. I'm going to come and take a class with you at yeah, Pedal you House. <laughs> I'm going to come down to Techno Gym. I'm terrified, but I'm going to do it. And you can definitely call me out on it. If you at home listening, if you want me to ask Casey any questions, I'm always happy to do that. You can email me at hello at rpdpodcast.com. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and right here on YouTube at rpdpodcast. And as always, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.